All right, settle in and get comfortable. You did it. You made it through the day. You did your best, or maybe you didn't. Either way, God's grace is there for you, and he has his word here. He speaks to us through his word. His word is powerful. We're going to meditate on Isaiah chapter 1, verses 18 through 20, and uh, do what the Psalms say. Meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. Instead of deep breathing exercises, which are fine, you should breathe. I hope you're breathing right now. Uh, but instead of putting our hope there for peace, we're going to put our hope in God himself and do as he has instructed us. Uh, just quick hello to listeners in Blythe, California. It's either Blythe or Blythe, probably Blythe, California. Uh, I'm in North Carolina. You're in California. We're on opposite ends of this country, and I'm really uh, humbled and grateful that you found this podcast and that you're listening to it. I know it's not perfect. I'm just a dude doing a podcast. That's actually one of the reasons I started this podcast. The scripture meditation podcast that I was able to find sounded so polished that they did not relax me. I don't know why, but something about uh, an amateur production I find more relaxing to listen to. And maybe that's just me. Uh, but uh, if, if you prefer a more polished podcast, they are out there. Uh, but this is just a guy, a pastor in his study with his friend's microphone that he borrowed a long time ago and still has not returned uh, with a couple of couch cushions sitting on the desk to dampen the echoey sound. And uh, that's, that's my whole operation here. Um, it was suggested a while back that I share a little more about myself and, uh, I totally forgot that we made it through COVID coming through our house. One of my kids tested positive. We all had to quarantine for a couple of weeks. None of the rest of us ever tested positive, even though we felt sick. But all of our, all of our symptoms, including his, was very mild, and we're back on track now. So there's a little update on me. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're ready to get some rest. And we're going to jump in after we pray and ask for God's help. Father, please fill this listener with your Holy Spirit right now. Stir your spirit within them. Prepare their hearts to meditate on your word. Please speak to us through your word now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Isaiah chapter 1, starting at verse 18. Before we do, I actually think this time I want to give you a little space to pray before we read anything. Maybe you already have some heavy things on your mind that you need to just set down into God's hands. Uh, just trust Him. Just go through the list, whatever cycling in your mind Maybe you're one of those, like uh, many I know, who just have this vortex of concerns swirling in your mind right now. Just pick each concern out, get specific, ask the Lord what you need to ask Him for, set it aside and trust Him with it. I'll give you about 30 seconds to do that.
All right. Doesn't that feel a lot better? Usually when you do that, you find out it's actually not that bad, whatever you're worried about. Uh, or maybe it is. But even if it is, God is awesome and he can handle it way better than you can. So be at peace and listen to this. Isaiah 1.18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. So here, Isaiah is a prophet. He's delivering God's message to God's people. They had been rebelling against him, but covering their rebellion with fakey religious activity. And God doesn't like it one bit. So he's been calling them out on it for many verses. And now, here it's like he's taking a deep breath and says, Let's think about this together. Come now, let us reason. So we're invited here as we read this message for God's ancient people to think together with God. And what does he want us to think about? Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Sometimes God wants us to think about our sin. And because this is the word in front of us right now, I'm thinking this is one of those times. So, what sin is in your life? What have you done or have you been doing that you know breaks God's laws? What have you not been doing that you know God commands you to be doing? And you might think, well, this isn't very restful. Well, hang in there. Um, there is better rest to be found in honestly confronting the reality of our sinfulness than there is in distracting ourselves from it or justifying ourselves, saying I'm not so bad in comparison with such and such. Your skin, your skins, your sins are like scarlet. They sin is serious. It stains. God sees it. It's, it's not like spilling soda water on your white shirt. It's like spilling ketchup on your white shirt. It's there. It doesn't just go away. It's a problem. Now, I sin and you sin. The Bible teaches that all people sin. And your sins are serious. It does you no good in your pursuit of peace and rest to downplay the seriousness of your sins. It's like someone with cancer saying, well, I have cancer, but it's not as bad as such and such as cancer. It's bad. Your sins are like scarlet. Verse 
But, and here's the turn, and this is why Christianity is all about good news. They shall be as white as snow. So God is preparing his people for a time when he is going to transform them from filthy in their sin to pure as fresh snow. Now, we know what he's talking about. We know he's talking about the Messiah, Jesus Christ. This is why Christianity is such good news. So, think about your sin. Have you confessed your sin to God? That just means to say with him, to to agree with him, yes, this was sinful. Yes, this broke your commands. Or yes, I, I... chose to rebel against you in this way. Have you done that? If not, pause and just come clean before the Lord right now. I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit is bringing to mind and convicting you of any sin that's in your life. Just talk to God and confess it to him now. I'll give you about 30 seconds. So what we are to do with our sin is confess it to God. He already sees it. He already knows it. He's just waiting for us to acknowledge it, confess it before him, come clean, nothing hidden, no dark corners of our minds or our hearts or our activities or anything. Fully open, vulnerable before him. And then he has made a way for all of that to be cleaned up and forgiven. That way is Jesus Christ. This is what he died on the cross for. He died that brutal death on the cross to absorb God's wrath and punishment for all this sin that we have generated. You and I have generated a lot of sin over our lifetimes. I don't even know you, but I know it's true because I know what the Bible says about humanity. And I know myself, and I don't think that I'm that extraordinary, and I have sinned quite a bit. But God put all our sins on Jesus on the cross so that if we will trust in him and receive his sacrifice on our behalf, we will be fully forgiven, fully cleansed, fully purified, made fully right with God. Have you received that forgiveness? Have you gone to God in full honesty about your sin, confessed it, and received Jesus' payment on your behalf? Have you experienced your sins like scarlet becoming as white as snow, red like crimson becoming white like wool? If so, let's pause and just renew our faith in Jesus and 
try to recapture some of that initial relief. Do you remember how relieved you were when you first became a Christian and unburdened yourself from all your sin and guilt and shame, secrecy, hiddenness? Just try to reconnect. Imagine if you hadn't become a Christian. Imagine if you still had to carry around all of your sins and all the guilt on your back if Jesus had not removed them. Just what would life be like? And if you're listening to this and you have not become a Christian, you've never put your faith in Jesus for forgiveness like this. You've never dealt honestly with your sin before a holy God. I urge you to do that now. And we'll pray together. And I'll, I'll kind of start and guide you through and we'll pray together. Father, you know all of our sins. You know everything about us. You know every secret. You understand things about us that we don't even understand. You remember things about us that we don't even remember. There's nothing hidden before you. And so I want to come to you on behalf of this listener and confess we are sinful. And listener, I encourage you now silently to confess your sins to God. Just tell him about it. Acknowledge it. And Father, we have heard your testimony about Jesus, that he died on the cross to pay for our sins, and that he arose from the grave, that he is alive, he is the Lord and that there's no way to be made right with you except through faith and allegiance to Jesus. And so I now renew my faith in Jesus so gratefully, and I encourage this listener to either renew their faith in Jesus or, for the first time, put their trust in Jesus. Uh, listener, I just encourage you to just tell God in plain, childlike terms. If you don't feel like you know how to do this, just say, I don't know how to do this, but I want to trust Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. So, Father, I just submit this, this listener into your hands for whatever they need right now. Reassurance of their salvation, salvation itself. Uh, if that's the case, I pray that you would seal it with their Holy Spirit and that it would uh, just be locked in secure and that they would have a real sense of relief and a sense of new life as they are born again to live afresh. Their sins like scarlet turned as white as snow. Amen. You know, if that was you, if, if you just became a Christian, 
I would sure love to know about it. You can email me at truesleepfeedback at gmail.com. But more importantly, you need to connect with fellow Christians and a pastor, like in in person, near you. Uh, That needs to be your very next step. But for now, let's continue reading on here. Verse 19, the prophet Isaiah continues and says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So often in the Bible, like this, God lays out two paths. Here, through the prophet Isaiah, he lays out these two options for his people. Be willing to receive this cleansing from God and to obey him. And they would, they would eat the good of the land. They would enjoy life in the promised land. Uh, but if they refuse and rebel, they would be eaten by the sword. They would have war and be torn apart by enemies. If you know much about the history of God's people, you'll know that they um, struggled with this and often chose refusal and rebellion and often experienced the consequences of that. Now, you and I have had similar paths laid out in front of us, and we've all chosen refusal and rebellion. Jesus is the only perfect person who's ever lived. He's the only one who is perfectly willing and obedient to God the Father. When you become a Christian, you get his perfect record of obedience. He takes on your record of refusal and rebellion. He took it to the cross and absorbed your punishment for it. So now, as a Christian, when God looks at you, he sees Jesus' perfection, not your rebellion. And that is, that's why it's grace and mercy. Uh, Christianity is, you will abound in good works as a Christian, but you don't become a Christian through your good works. You only become a Christian through mercy and grace. Undeserved blessings that Jesus earned for us. So I want to leave you with that. I want to pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this dear listener. I know that you love them very much and that you meant for them to hear this word right now. And I do pray that they would find themselves trusting in Jesus and that when you look at them, you would see Jesus's perfection and not their rebellion. And that you would free them from any sin in their life right now, that you would give them power over that through the blood of Jesus Christ, that they would be able to withstand temptations, that they would be able to walk by your ways. In Jesus' name, amen.